following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live statewide on a Tuesday broadcast. Superfly Hayes, one of the best in the business. The man just gets it done. I love it. We got some big shows coming up. Jeff Risden in studio talking Lions offseason and the NFL playoffs. Divisional round this weekend. DraftKings NFL Power Hour. The Merrill Highs later this week. Jacob Radlinski, out of Grand Rapids West Catholic High School. And you say, who is Jacob Radlinski? Last May, he had a mass around his heart. Went through a very delicate surgery at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital. Went through chemo during the summer. Played football, basketball, and track at Grand Rapids West Catholic prior to the mass being discovered. Worked on being the holder with the football team all summer long. Then blew out his knee water skiing while taking chemo all summer long. Put a brace on his knee, was still taking chemo, and was suiting up every practice for Grand Rapids West Catholic in that football program. Grand Rapids West Catholic went on to win the state championship. And that holder, Jacob Bradlinski, who just about two weeks earlier had rang the bell at Helen DeVos Children's Hospital that he was cancer-free. And his story and his journey from last May to where he is today, going through physical therapy and rehab on the knee surgery he had So he waited the whole year. He didn't want to miss it. I personally got to know Jacob a year ago through his father, Paul Radlinski. And to communicate with him from last May through today, setting up the interview tomorrow, he'll join us for 40 minutes in studio. And he said, what are we going to talk about? And I said, just tell Michigan your story. From last May to where we are now. Because it's a gift from God. It's the heart of a champion. It's the mindset of a warrior. So while all of us worry about something little here or something little there, ask yourself, do you have it in you to face surgery that could have taken your life? To face chemo not knowing if you would get through it. 
to say you're going to play football, to blow out your knee, put a brace on, and be there with your teammates at Grand Rapids West Catholic the entire season. And if you don't believe in karma, fate, and destiny, that that West Catholic Falcon football team wasn't there winning a state title, that, my friend, is the heart of a champion and the heart of champions. That those coaches, that team, the Grand Rapids West Catholic community, they played every snap hard for Jacob Radlinski, who was the holder, and there was a lot of scoring with that Kloska-led offense. I find it to be real life and one of the great stories I've ever been a part of. And when I say a part of, from a distance, I had nothing to do with motivating Jacob or his family and his friends and the church and so many others who stood there with him, who all watched in amazement that Jacob Radlinski, after the mass around his heart, is removed as much as they could through chemo for are we talking a four or five month period, blowing out his knee water skin, staying on chemo through summer while he's suiting up and practicing with his team just to be the holder where he was more of an impact player prior to the cancer diagnosis to end the game every snap, wearing the knee brace to West Catholic winning the state championship. Oh, and in between playoff games, he rang the bell that he was cancer-free. You want a great message on life and appreciating it and living it? You have it with that senior, Jacob Bradlinski from Grand Rapids West Catholic, and he'll be in studio tomorrow, 5 until 5.40. Then ironically, by the luck of the draw on just scheduling, Dave and Carol Van Andel will join me at 5.40 in studio from the Van Andel Institute, who, by the way, every day they're trying to find a cure for cancer and Parkinson's. I didn't plan this to come together. All of a sudden I thought about it 10 minutes ago, like, how cool is that? So that's our final hour tomorrow. Not final hour ever. I'm talking final hour on Wednesday's show. Lighter side of life, let's go talk to Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s at the University of Michigan, also a co-host and does a fantastic job with Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com on the Michigan Football Podcast, so you can hear weekly. And He's ready to talk about his elation that Jim Harbaugh and his staff are going nowhere. Well, first of all, Bill, your uh, your discussion about tomorrow's show with that young man is inspirational. It's great news to hear that about that kid. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. A good family. Uh, good uh, the the coach Landon grows. Uh, the it's one of those stories, man. That you can play. You you've been around it, Doug, long enough that you can play for somebody. You can you know you can look at the Bills and what's happened and how they've responded uh, with Demar Hamlin that. And it's not fake, it's real, it's in a locker room, no one knows it, that those players don't quit and they provide extra inspiration to get through a season. It's special. Well, when you, that's, that's, we talk about that, Bill, during these, these common 
comments between you and myself and on the ra- on the air here and when we're golfing over at Tully Moore, this is the special emotion that goes on inside of locker rooms that can carry a team above and beyond uh, where they thought they might be able to get to. And you get a story like this, and you get a special reason to play a little harder. These kinds of things do a lot of good for people, and it's good to hear. And uh, it's just it's another example of a long list of them. It's inspiring, so it's good stuff. I'm glad to hear it. You know, and there's something about the toughness of football. And again, I'm not going to downplay any other sport, any other uh, person who's played a team sport, but there's something about the pure mental and physical toughness of football on playing on a team. And I'm talking high school, college pro that can't be duplicated anywhere in life. And maybe outside of the military, right? I was just going to say, Bill, it, it, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not an American military veteran, but I've read a lot about them, a lot of the special warriors of this country, things they've done. You can see it. If you're ever around these folks, you can see it in their eyes. They talk, talk about their fellow soldiers and the things they went to. It's, that's a different level than us guys that ever played football. But uh, it's the only thing I can compare it to. So I understand when you start seeing uh, American veterans – talking about things they've been through and how important their teammates were. That's the closest thing you can get to outside of football, so they're both pretty special. Yeah, and the camaraderie of a, uh, of a police department, uh, I think, a fire department, that, that they, you know, yeah. their lives are on the line every day. I, I think those categories, you need a yeah. special man or woman to handle that on the police and law enforcement side with firefighters because you never know every day if you're coming home, right? Yeah, those yeah, the people that do that kind of adverse life in their careers, they're special folks. We appreciate all of them. That's absolutely right. I'm glad you brought that up because I miss those folks. They're doing the same thing out there. And, I, you know, back to the football thing, you know, when you get pressed into physical situations and you start questioning whether you can physically do something and you've got your teammates lifting you up, encouraging you, yeah, Bill, I, I, you know, when I exercise now as a middle-aged man, I, I still think of the guys on my team that push me. When I'm tired, you know, riding that stationary bike, and I'm tired, I, I think of Corwin Brown and, and Steve Everett and my old teammates that used to encourage me when I was, you know, dragging to just finish the drill. And so it, it lasts a long, long time in the, in the lives of the people that have been down those paths. And so that's why it matters. It's a big deal for all of us. I told you uh, off air, and I think I've said it on air, that my son Ace, during his sophomore year playing both ways, starting for Coach Swander in Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern, that uh, it wasn't so much I'm impressed, hey, my son made varsity. I watched him play through three injuries, and he never he never took a down off until he had to. And I'm telling you, uh, the mental strength, the physical strength, uh, everything after the season, what he got through, uh, only only him and his teammates would know. A parent wouldn't know because you weren't in there. You weren't in the huddle. You weren't out there for the yeah. snaps, the plays, the practices, the weight room, the power strength uh, training. You weren't there. And and to watch him power through, I could tell when he's quiet that you could see he's hurting. He's unwrapping bandages like, you know, he's coming off a battlefield, literally, right? And <laughs> Well, you know in building the lessons that he's learning, that everybody else has gone and done these things, military, fire, police, football players, 
The lessons that last long after are you don't ever want to let anybody down. You don't want to let your teammates down. So that's why you go and you play when you're hurt and you're tired and you do those things. And everybody that's listening to you and I talk about this, that's done this, they're all shaking their head out there going, yeah, we get it. And then it, it just pays dividends for the rest of your life. You go off and you do, do different things. You don't want to let people down. You do a little bit of extra work for the teammates that are working for you. And that's what makes it all go. It's good stuff. Uh, it's football, man. It's team sports. It's the camaraderie, toughness, the mental side. I say this about kids in sports, and some parents are psycho, but I, I really I, I, I see it. And I look at Ace, and he just turned 16. And I'm thinking, like, yeah. man, he's he's earning his man card. And he still has two big years ahead of him in football. And wherever he wants to take it, hey, man, more power to him. But uh, he really, I, I, you know, because you don't, you know, you think about this, Doug, and you're a father of a couple great kids. Is that uh, three children, right? Yeah. Three kids, yeah. So we, we, don't, we don't often say we respect our children. Well, we'll talk about respect the military, respect police. We, boy, you know, uh, we tell a story about Jacob Radlinski, and man, we respect the heck out of that kid. How often do we look at our own children and say, man, I really respect you for what you did when they're 14, 15, 16? That's a rarity. Well, when they start making grown-up decisions and doing things the hard way, when they have a choice to do it the easy way, and they're, and they're grinding, and they're working hard, and they're sacrificing themselves for others, Hopefully that's when all of us parents say something to encourage them to do it more. Yeah, I did. I told him. I said, forget, you know, you guys went to the playoffs. They're a loaded team, played a ton of sophomores. They, I think, have a legit shot in Division Four to win a state title the next couple of years. And But I told him, I'm, I'm more, after the football banquet, I'm more proud of you. A couple of things. I, I knew the injuries you played through, and you got academic All-State. So there you go. Right? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good stuff. Maybe maybe Jim Harbaugh will still be the head coach by the time he comes out of high school and uh and he'll get a look. I don't know. Uh, or or maybe Santa Ono and Jim <laughs> after every football season are gonna look at the transfer portal for presidents and coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if we could get through a January without having to do the Harbaugh shuffle and figure out whether he's staying or going? Yeah, but I have mixed emotions. I I have mixed emotions, Skeener, because Michigan got knocked out early in the college football playoff. I thought at least they were going to get to January, what was it, ninth in the championship game. So this Harbaugh talk kind of stretched it through, as Tim Stout called it from Stout on Sports in Lansing, of all places, Hardball was the gift that keeps on giving. If you think about the last three off seasons, even when their season ended, that went into early February signing day when he went and uh, interviewed with the Vikings. So I, I, I think the biggest thing that I'm impressed with is Santa Ono and how quick he was able to end this story in a positive way well, for Hardball, Michigan, the assistants, everybody connected to that program yeah, and school. That's, so two things there. The, the Harbaugh story that keeps on giving is great for sports radio and, and, and folks with uh, news content in the sports world. For us fans and for the program, I'm not so sure it's great, and that's where, where President Ono steps in, who clearly is a different approach to athletics than the previous president at Michigan, understands the value of a prominent football program at a school like Michigan and, and the other big schools and the value that it brings. 
and steps up and makes this happen. We would not have seen this out of the previous president at Michigan. I would have been shocked had the previous guy done this, but this guy comes to Michigan with a high level of enthusiasm for athletics, specifically football and basketball, and he supports the program and steps up and makes this happen. That's great. I would just like to go a year from now and, and not have to have this same discussion for a month. Yeah, and I believe that's going to be part of this deal. I know we've had Ballas on the entire Wolverine.com team. Uh, Broom, Safey, uh, Safey will join us coming up in a few moments. But uh, I, I think Ono will say, look, I'm going to give you the extra talent pool. You're hearing the money pool for assistance might be upwards of $20 million. Uh, that's huge for Harbaugh uh, to keep consistency. Uh, he'll become one of the top five paid college football coaches which is fair he, he's not in the he hasn't won national championships yet that's a fair number and for him with what he's done the last two years to be the highest paid in the big 10 i find that to be fair at least that's what we're I hearing think, I, yeah I, I think it's fair too i think you look at back in the in the era that jim has been the head coach he arrived and was given top college football money without earning anything yet. And for six years, we had to wait for what we all kind of wanted to happen, seven years. And now the last two years, we're, we're at the expectation that we had when he first arrived here. So I absolutely agree. He's due to be paid to the performance level that he's been given the last two seasons and to try to take this thing to the final step, which is to get to the top of the mountain and not collapse in the playoffs. But I think you're talking about salaries. I think it's based his average middle-of-the-road Big Ten in his current deal. So you clearly, uh, President Ono and Ward, they got to step in and fix that if you're going to keep this guy and good coaching staff to support him and what they're doing down there in Ann Arbor and continue to get better. This is the era and this is the reality of college football that the coaching staffs make enormous amounts of money. Even an average assistant coach is making a half million to $700,000 these days at the big schools across the country. Michigan has to keep up. So what do you think? The question I'm asking the audience, our Bud Light huge question of the day, expectations, I, I, I think from the consensus of everybody on the show today, it's not beating Michigan State and Ohio State. That's a given you're hoping. It's not winning a Big Ten title, which they've won two. It's now winning college football playoff games for Michigan. I would say you start there now, Bill, right? So winning the Big Ten, this is the luxury of doing it back-to-back. It becomes a standardized expectation of the players on that team. The guys that are coming back, some pretty big names, obviously. The young men that are going to show the program from high school or transferring in from other schools. Hey, man, it's a given that we're going to win this Big Ten. We're going to beat Michigan State and Ohio State. We're going to get into this playoff. And that's where the improvement has to be made. And the players, I think, fully understand this. And also the coaches. They, I, I said this to, to you after the game. Harbaugh got out coached against TCU. That's got to be improved. So we got to be patient here and go through another winter and spring and get into the fall and all the way back to November of this year until we can see how well Michigan can improve upon this. But they're clearly going to have the tools to get back to where they were. Yeah, and I think now it's just wait and see. The schedule looks friendly. You, know, you do have trips to Minnesota, to Nebraska. Uh, you go to Penn State. Uh, you go to Michigan State. So the away schedule uh, is 
a little bit more daunting than it was last year. But got to play the games, and we'll see what Michigan does. Doug Skeen, you could hear him with Chris Ballas. Wolverine.com, Michigan football podcast, weekly basis. Skeen, a five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at Michigan, late 80s, early 90s. Doug, wonderful conversation, good stuff. My best to you, and we'll talk down the road. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for having me. All right, Doug, yeah, Doug Skeen checking in on... The Meyer guest line and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with the University of Michigan Athletics. Remember to gear up for Michigan. Quality license official team gear, a huge selection. Always had that great Meyer price inside the team gear department at your local Meyer. Up next, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. What's that new hardball contract going to look like? We'll hear from Clayton after this network TO. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for women. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. We head to the meat of the Big Ten schedule now for men's and women's basketball teams and for the Michigan State men. No time to think about recent games with Illinois and Purdue because the schedule brings a game up right away. Thursday night, 6.30 at home against Dangerous Rutgers, a team that at times has shown it can play with almost anybody in the country, and then at other times it has struggled. But Rutgers tends to give Michigan State a problem, and these two will play next month in Madison Square Garden, New York. And then Sunday at Indiana at high noon, and how are the Hoosiers? They've struggled at times like many other Big Ten teams, but other times they've played well, and you know that Indiana will be rocking for Michigan State. Two big games for the Spartans ahead this week. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and having a winter blast with up to $25,000. Every Saturday in January from 7 to 10 p.m., you can win $1,500 in premium play. Then, at 11 p.m. each week, one lucky player takes home $25,000 cash. That's $160,000 all month long. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we originate from downtown Grand Rapids, our flagship station, 96-1 The Game. Clayton Safey will join us. His thoughts on Harbaugh staying, our Bud Light huge question of the day that you can answer. Expectations for the Michigan fan for the fall of 2023. Join in one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, you can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com, Van Andel Arena box office, and also follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let's go talk to Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Get his thoughts on Harbaugh staying. What's going on, Clayton? What's going on? Yeah, it's almost as soon as I hung up yesterday when I was on, uh, we, we got this thing done, right, with Jim Harbaugh coming back? Yeah, and then we had to turn around and uh, Ballast did the double dip live on the show with the Harbaugh right. news. So what was your – give me your first thought when you read Santa Ono's tweet, the Michigan president, about 23 hours ago. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot to decipher in terms of the statements. Uh, Jim Harbaugh called Santa Ono, the university president, uh, who's not usually involved in things like this, like retaining a head football coach instead of the athletic director. Uh, And then Jim Harbaugh's statement, which didn't name the athletic director. I guess he was lumped in with the administration, but he said he thanked Santa Ono, most uh, most importantly the players and, you know, all his coaches and and all the people that he thanked. Uh, So I thought that was interesting. Uh, but also it, it signals to something we've talked about over the last week, which is that Santa Ono's involvement was really key for keeping Jim Harbaugh around. He, he got his hands uh, involved in this thing, uh, you know, rolled up his sleeves and decided, hey, we have an elite coach here. We're not going to lose him to the NFL if we can help it. And it looks like that's what happened. You know, Jim Harbaugh was a prime candidate for the Denver Broncos. Uh, probably if he wanted to continue to pursue this thing, would have been in there for an in-person interview this week after Sean Payton interviewed uh, today. But Jim Harbaugh pulls his his name out of consideration. He's back at Michigan. And I wrote this yesterday. It's, you know, he used the word where his heart is at Michigan. And it's the same type of stuff he said back in 2014 when he was hired. Uh, He's a little unpredictable. And it's a reminder that nobody knows what Jim Harbaugh is thinking except Jim Harbaugh most of the time. Uh, And, you know, even though there were sources, you know, from all sorts of people that were saying, he would go if offered. Uh, he didn't even pursue it that far. He wanted to stay at Michigan, and uh, now the offseason begins, and Michigan's got a ton of momentum. Do you think Warren Manuel is the AD a year from now? Yeah, that's a tough question. I mean, I, I, I would bet that he is, um, you know, but it's really interesting because the football program is the most important, you know, arm of the athletic department. I know he has – a big job to do, but it does seem like there's tension between Jim Harbaugh and Ward Manuel, something that we have talked about over the last couple of years, just because uh, of you know him slashing Jim Harbaugh's uh, salary a couple of years ago uh, and all that sorts of stuff. And you know, I don't think Jim Harbaugh is, is uh, you know quick to forget things like that, and that makes him great as well because he's such a you know high level competitor. But 
Uh, I do think there's some tension there. I would still bet on Ward Manuel being Michigan's athletic director. There's been tension over the last two years. He's you know remained here. Uh, the football program has won at a high level. I do think Ward Manuel does a fantastic job in, in a number of areas. You look across the board, the APR. Um, you know, Michigan won a record amount of Big Ten championships last year uh, across the board. There are a lot of good results as well. So I would bet on him being here, but. I do think that Santa Ono, uh, as our Chris Ballas has reported over at TheWolverine.com, uh, is getting involved and going to demand more out of every department in the entire university, including athletics. Yeah, and, and it could be Santa Ono saying, look, Ward, you know, privately, uh, because he really neutered him in terms of power with Harbaugh and the situation publicly twice, uh, and really strong with that tweet yesterday that, Look, you can build a bridge with Jim and try and repair this, and if you can't, we'll just see how it goes. And, I, and again, knowing Harbaugh and the way he said, you know, thank you to President Ono twice in the last week, you know, I guess he could survive with not having to deal with Ward and say, look, keep the guy away from me. I'm going to do my thing unless I get into trouble. And, you know, we don't know privately, or Harbaugh told Ono, look, I'm going to come back, but you, you got to push Ward Manuel out the door. Yeah, I, I, I would doubt that, um, but I don't know either. Uh, so, you know, right. again, you could you could be right. Um, but but I, I would doubt that. I, I just think that, you know, this there's a tension there. Maybe they were, you know, having trouble to coming to an agreement in terms of a contract extension, which still hasn't come for Jim Harbaugh. We know they're close, but, uh, you know, he made this decision before that was finalized too. Uh, from what we've heard. So, you know, maybe there's a tension there. They're having a little bit of trouble. Santa Ono steps in. And once he steps in, Jim Jim Harbaugh decides that, well, this is the top guy in the university. He's the guy I'm going to call and notify. So maybe we're reading a bit too much into it. But at the same time, Ward Manuel, still no statement, no nothing. Uh, You know, he's not really on social media. But, uh, you know, he has no comment on this whole situation. You're keeping – uh, a head coach uh, for her ninth season that is coming off of back-to-back Big Ten championships. Usually, you would you would drop at least a statement, things like that. So that's interesting as well. But uh, it's it's anybody's guess uh, in terms of exactly how these relationships are right now, if they can be repaired, what the future looks like. But I think there's no question, and this is you know based on good information as well, that there is some tension there. And uh, but at the end of the day. Michigan got Jim Harbaugh back. Uh, you know, he's always a guy that operates in chaos in a way. Doesn't always get along with everybody. <laughs> but uh, but he wins, and, you know, he does it the right way. And I think that's why, you know, so many people at the university and around the university, the fan base, are so excited that he's back, uh, regardless of how it happens. Yeah, what AD? Now, now we're at 25 hours since the Santa Ono tweet, the Michigan president, no official Hey, Jim, good to have you back from Ward. Because let's be honest, Ward Manuel has done everything he could the last three starts to the offseason to get Jim Harbaugh out. He has. Let's just be honest. I, I'll say it, and I'll say it loud all across the state. The way he, you had that long, almost two-month delay in the contract. Then he had to take the pay cut, which he had to bow down. Then he, you know, Harbaugh upset with the way he's being treated by Michigan, going to go to Minnesota on signing day, doesn't go well. He has to come back and beg. Michigan's stuck. Ward can't go in another direction. He can't bring in Bill O'Brien or give an assistant the job. He'd lose his job. 
And then, and then this year he won up to what he did last year in terms of winning at Ohio State. And then you get him nothing. You don't see Ward Manuel with hardball. You don't see Ward Manuel talking about his coach like you'll see Gene Smith at Ohio State. He doesn't say anything about football. And this is a, a swinging match uh, between the two privately, and it's ego. And I really think Ward wanted to hire his own coach before he was done. That's his legacy at Michigan. And that's it. That's where we're at. All right, Clayton, I got to go. I, I got to get to a network break, okay? All right, no worries. All yeah. right. Yeah, I forgot I had Clayton on. I was getting ready to do a – uh, a half hour huge opinion. One final segment straight ahead. Everything huge 24 7 at thehugeshow.net. Get more for your money when you shop Meyer. This week, find great deals like select apple varieties, just $1.49 per pound. Post or Kellogg cereal for $2.49 each. And buy one, get one 50% off family size Oreo or Chips Ahoy cookies. And make packing lunches and snacks easier and get $1.50 off Ziploc food storage bags. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Get more for your money at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Are you ready? The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the Cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Go get his thoughts on Jim Harbaugh staying at Michigan. President Santa Ono may be the most active sports president I've ever seen anywhere in college sports. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com columnist insider. He's standing by in the Meyer guest sign, and 
Yeah, uh, less than a week, Santa Ono got it done. No no waiting six weeks, none of this back and forth, none, none of this leaks this side, leaks on that side. He just went and got it done. Yeah, I mean, if we were in the timeline that last year was, then we'd still be waiting three weeks, and that was not going to be tenable this time around. I think that uh, there was an acknowledgement that letting that linger was going to cause some lost momentum, uh, like it did uh, to start off last year's offseason. And I don't think that this program could afford to do that again. And I think that there is, you know, all boats are kind of starting to sail in the same direction of like, hey, let's take what we just did and let's build on it and let's sustain it. And when you have this little dance with the NFL or at least at the very least a a contract negotiation going on every offseason, that hinders that progress. So, at some point, someone had to step up and be a leader here. And Santa Ono, I mean, has been um, as involved as you said a, a president, a school president, has ever been uh, that I that I can recall. I mean, this is a guy that you know. Think think the last administration would basically tell athletics to pound sand, and that he did wasn't really into it. And this guy is. Um, listen, I know there's been a lot made about a possible rift with Jim Harbaugh and Ward Manuel. Now Ward Manuel. Has, and that athletic department has a role in, in getting this done and helping bring Harbaugh back. But, uh, you know, I, I've never seen a school president break coaching news before, and that's what happened on Monday. So um, Michigan is a unique place. It has a very unique head coach and now unique administration. And uh, I guess you take it for what it is. And now we can finally put this to bed for now. And I suspect when this new contract comes, it will be really probably the strongest attempt yet to make sure this doesn't happen again. And that's where uh, you know, I wanted to bring you and the rest of the Wolverine.com team in. Chris Ballas joined us yesterday when the news broke. Is the contract agreed to in principle? They're just waiting for signatures. Uh, are you guys hearing any details on the contract? I, I guess it's Harbaugh good faith with President Ono, minus thanking Ward Manuel, minus... Santa Ono getting this done with Ward first, then announcing it, saying via Twitter, yeah, I let Ward Manuel know, which really sounds like the end of the Ward Manuel run at Michigan, because you talk about things lingering. And what Ward Manuel did, and it seems for some reason there's something personal there, I don't know how that dynamic continues off the field moving forward. Yeah, it, it can't continue. And like I said, I'm sure that Ward Man—I mean, obviously Ward Manuel and the athletic department um, have a role in it, and that there has to be a willingness to to pay Jim Harbaugh. I think that when this contract is done, I think it's—I don't know that anything is on paper waiting to be signed, but I think there's an understanding that you know we're willing to make you the highest paid coach in the Big Ten and one of the five six, seven highest paid head coaches uh, in college football. And with what Michigan's done the last couple of years, there shouldn't be any hesitance or, or consternation around that at all. Um, because this, you've shown that you can break through that glass ceiling and you can be a team. Uh, th- this next playoff is going to be the last four-team playoff. So realistically, we're looking at a college football future where Michigan football is in the playoff almost every year. If you're not in the top four, there's a real good chance that you're going to wind up hosting playoff games, which is more money for the school, more revenue. And, and I know they're, you know, they want to have a, a, a fairly, I don't, I don't know, spread out the right way to put it, but they don't want to put, you know, 
millions and upon millions of more dollars into the football program, but you have to spend money to make money. And there's a lot of it to go around there, especially with the football program. You're going to get this, your payout from the new TV contract. You're going to get payouts from uh, assuming you make the playoff and, or New Year's Six Bowl, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, there, there shouldn't be any debate about this at all. And I, I don't think it's been about the money per se. I don't think Jim Harbaugh's looking at has ever looked at, um, you know, had a number in mind. But I think when you're the administration and you come to him with a number, that's a sign of respect. Or if it's not a number that uh, is reflective of the success you've had or that people who have done less in the conference are making more than you, I think you can see that as a sign of disrespect. So, yeah, uh, to me, being, you know, assuming that, that this is, you know, you, I think I've said it on your show before. He shouldn't have, you know, they're not going to win the Big Ten every year. They might not make the playoff every single year, but he shouldn't. He's a guy that at this point in his career, maybe a top 10 head coach in at any level of the sport, he shouldn't have to go out and earn two, three, four million dollars of his salary um, based on these things that, I mean, in, in the here and now of college football, you might not get every single year. So, yeah, I think that everyone is, is kind of on the same page there. I really do think... I can say it now. We could easily be back here next year, but um, I really do think that this contract, whatever, whenever it winds up getting done, and it will get done, I really do think this is going to be an effort with an increased buyout to put this stuff to, to rest for good. Yeah, that, that was my next question that a lot of people are saying on Twitter and telling me, well, you're just going to be in the same situation next year. I, I would think with Santa Ono, Part of getting this deal done was, look, we're going to need a real healthy buyout, and I'm going to need your word you're going to be here for at least a couple of years. I, I Something like that for how quick this deal, at least verbally, got done. Yeah, and let's, this program is in too good a shape right now to not do what it takes to get it done. Even if you're saying, okay, for the first couple of years of this contract, we kind of want this buyout to be ironclad so that you're not going anywhere. We have you locked into this window. And now if you want to say that's short-sighted, that's fine. But um, they're, they're, this football team's too good to have questions about who's going to be coaching them next year. So, um, like I said, I should, I, there shouldn't be any debate uh, about putting the money that he deserves into his pocket. Michigan doesn't need to dive into couch cushions to find money to do that. I mean, they the football program basically funds all of – all of the athletic program, I'm sure there's still some COVID debts to wipe out, but they're operating, you know, out of a out of a strength of, or out of a position of power when it comes to the money they have available to them. So, yeah, I think it takes a everyone, you know, it's a negotiation. Everyone's got to give a little bit uh, for the big picture, and and I don't think there have been a lot of good faith negotiations that have gone on over the past couple of years. So, um, I'm glad this was sorted out. Uh, really. I don't. I don't know that a single head coaching job in the NFL has been filled yet. Let alone having to wait three weeks to see what happens and, and all those sorts uh, sorts of things. So, um, yeah, this is this is the best outcome for them. Uh, yeah, I know it went a couple weeks. I know it, it. It seemed like Mike Florio or whoever it was had a report out the night that Michigan lost to TCU that the NFL was kind of be uh, something that that kind of popped up again, but. This is the best option for all sides, and I'm really I'm as interested in seeing what the numbers will wind up looking like as anyone is. 
Anthony Broom, you can follow the Harbaugh story, his new deal when it gets signed, and everything University of Michigan Athletics at TheWolverine.com. Anthony, appreciate the update. Of course. Thank you, guys. We are back live across Michigan, wrapping up our Tuesday broadcast. Thanks to Superfly Hayes, the best executive producer in radio. Now, if you missed any huge opinion, any interview, any hour, or the full show, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.